1: Permission to board,
0: please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mother ship?
2: This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside a fresh edition of the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Now, you can always download the podcast on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes, search Permission Granted Podcast." It's also available on our website, daoncbs.com, but it's also available on the DA Show feed as well. That is right now at DA on CBS on Facebook as well as on iTunes. So search that and you'll see the PGP. Also, a little reminder that the show is always streamable, so you can listen to us on the web. You can listen to us on the app, the CBS Sports app. You can listen to us As well, or watch us at WatchDA.com. So, Meraz joins me now. Today is Halloween. We're taping this on Halloween on October the 31st. Just got done with the show. And I will say that this has been a big week for Pete the Body Bilotti. I know you guys are going to be chatting coming up on Side B. But from yesterday, him ranting about how Mario gets all the credit, Luigi gets no respect, and that's why he dressed up as Luigi, (laughs) to today having some very strong takes when it comes to Halloween, Halloween candy, and the like. I feel like this has been a real big week for the body.
1: And I think you're starting to realize maybe Bilotti is just a Halloween guy at heart. He has a lot of thoughts where Halloween represents Pete, where you could be somebody who you aren't. And uh, he has a lot of inner demons he wants to let out here. And Luigi brought that out of him. And who knew his candy takes as well?
2: Well, I like that Pete went all in on Mario gets no res- or Luigi gets no respect because rarely do people dress up in costumes with some type of social <laughs> mantra or some type of um, you know real cause behind it, and he really took up this cause. Is you know what Mario gets the attention enough? He said enough with Mario. Like who's ever been mad at Mario? Nobody. Mario's great. Nobody's ever been mad at Mario. But Pete is. Pete has a resentment towards Mario because he gets all the attention and he said Luigi's kind of like Robin and that he's there to stand up. So maybe this is about Pete
1: feeling overlooked. Yeah, and it, it makes me wonder, and this is you know typical me making about myself, am I Mario in this case? I think so. And that if he's that angry about it that he shows with Luigi, he could just come talk to me about it. He doesn't have to let it out in metaphor form on the radio. So I think
2: that Pete is genuinely entertained by you, but I do think he resents how much of how much attention you draw to yourself.
1: That's true. I think he looks I at seek
2: it, it though. You seek it, and I think he feels like he's in your shadow despite doing really good work that nobody's noticing, but you get all the attention because you're the attention hog.
1: Yeah, but he should know. At least we we appreciate his work. I think Pete's great at what he does. You know, I mean, I do, but I don't know. I does think, he think our listeners don't don't appreciate what he brings to the table? I think maybe
2: the company, the bosses, the listeners—they. It's all about you being the pop culture phenomenon and everything. And I mean, I, I am. I think he doesn't like that. <laughs> I think he does not like that
1: very clearly. Very clearly, he put the Luigi mask and gloves on, and he became somebody else. Or was actually him. It was like he became a stronger version of himself. He just wants to knock out mushrooms in me. Yeah. You know? And, we're, and by the way, in that day, Katie Linendoll told me Mario's not in the plumber's union anymore. Where was that going? We never got an answer on that either. <laughs> well, right. Katie was in,
2: and we were doing the Halloween dress-up thing, and she mentioned that. But and I kind of feel like maybe that means that they're trying not to ethnically stereotype, Mario is a plumber. Mm. So maybe they've taken that away. Not enough the, butt crack for Mario, though? Maybe like the idea that, oh, if you're Italian, you got to be a plumber. Like, here's this Italian immigrant. He's just a plumber. I
1: mean, but he was the greatest plumber of all time, arguably. Nothing to be ashamed of to be a plumber. Well, we don't know how good he was at plumbing. Oh Well, I mean... He, we don't know if he's the greatest plumber. He knew how to get coins in between pipes and have you collect them. Is that what plumbers do, though? No, but that's what good plumbers would do, right? They'd find change. they make I've, some extra scratch.
2: I've just Googled this. September the 7th. According to Mario's newly updated official Japanese language profile, mm-hmm. the iconic character isn't working as a plumber. This, Laid should, off. this shouldn't be a total surprise because char- because the character seems to do everything but plumbing. So the profile says, all around sporty... Whether it's tennis, baseball, soccer, or car racing, Mario does everything cool. As a matter of fact, he also seems to have worked as a plumber a long time ago, suggesting that he wasn't always a plumber.
1: Huh. So he's won. Basically, they telling you Mario won the lottery. He has all this time for recreational sports, and he was once a plumber and was able to quit his job.
2: Hmm. Mario hasn't always been a plumber. According to Shigeru Miyamoto, the character, then named Jumpman, was basically a carpenter. The Ian Rappaport of video games. No, I think this is the guy that developed it. Okay. In 81, they had Donkey Kong, and that was on a construction site. And so the Jumpman, the Mario character, was a carpenter. With Mario Brothers, we brought in Luigi, and a lot of the game was played underground, so we made him fit that setting, which we decided could be a plumber. The scenario dictates his role. Okay, that
1: makes a lot of sense. All right, I can buy that.
2: And so now I guess he's no longer a plumber because that would mean he's not cool because he's a race car driver. He plays, I guess, Mario tennis, Mario soccer, Mario baseball, stuff like that.
1: So plumbers can't – you you never had a plumber on a rec league team?
2: Well, I think a lot of rec league teams have plumbers. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I'm reading here.
1: Okay. But now we have an answer on it. Or at least we have an answer. But she just – I wanted to bring it up because I actually tossed and turned on that last night because she brought it up and we never really, I thought she was going somewhere where we never got more out of that, you know? He's no longer a plumber.
2: She knows this because she's a a tech and gadget guru.
1: That's very smart by her, and I'm glad we have a reason. So there we go. Now we have the follow-up for all the listeners.
2: Did you think it was awkward that we all dressed up for Halloween the day before Halloween?
1: No. It would have been awkward if Katie wasn't in.
2: So the reason that we did this was because Katie came in a couple of weeks ago, and she's so big in a costume, she's like, when I have a costume to come in, can I come in and do the show again? And we said, absolutely. Every right. time you want to come in, the doors are always open. So she texted us and let us know, well, Monday was her only day she could do it because tomorrow, which was now today, so Halloween, she was going to be on the Today Show. And I don't know if you've seen her picture from the Today Show she today. She
1: like an iPhone cloud?
2: She was a cloud storage. Okay. So she had like a cloud helmet and like cloud around. It was pretty cool. I thought it was cool. Really cool. So she had to do the Today Show, so we had her on a Monday. So we all decided to dress up on the day that she was going to be in. So we dressed up yesterday. I liked it because we were kind of ahead of the curve.
1: Yes. I would agree we were ahead. And also when you're bringing a Katie doll in and you're into costumes or any of that I think it's good because we're selling it as, like, here's some last-minute ideas. Like, she gave the do's and do nots of Halloween. Right. And how many people rushed out yesterday on Monday the 30th and got their costumes? They could have gotten any one of our ideas, keyboard, mouse... Bugs from Space Jam, Luigi, maybe somebody saw themselves on Luigi, maybe a sprung a Luigi, mm-hmm. you know, or anything mm-hmm. that Katie had mentioned here with the do's and do not. So I had no problem doing it the day before because I think it was great for the last minute people to get ideas. Mm-hmm. Now, if Katie wasn't in, we probably should do it on actual Halloween, right. but that would be my, my only gripe. I also like
2: doing a little zig when other people zag. Today, you see a lot of sports and TV and radio shows dressing up for Halloween. We did it the day before. I kind of like that. Yeah,
1: and now we're the cool ones not dressing up on Halloween. Yeah, right. How about that? In your face. That's
2: right. And what do you call today? I, I We called it, I think we called it Goosey Night. What was the night before Halloween? People used to go out and, and bomb houses on the night before Halloween. I think oh, that's it,
1: not a thing where I'm from. No? No. This is totally foreign to me. So I we think, didn't call it any. We called it October 30th.
2: Maybe there was All Spirits Night or something. I don't know. So today, I don't. I think it was a good show today. All right, we we tried Halloween candy on the air. I always get a kick out of that. Bilotti had a lot of great thematic Halloween music. Mm-hmm. We had cool Halloween graphics on the WatchDa.com simulcast, and we had a lot of fun. We had that soundbite about Francesa choking on the cough drop, which I thought was hysterical.
1: I thought this was actually one of our better shows lately.
2: Today I got more brushback, more friendly fire from listeners than I think any show over the last six months. About what we talked about on the show? About everything. People were just generally annoyed by the show today. At least a a handful. And you never know, because on social media and Twitter, a few people... Can outweigh everybody else. So it's like the vocal minority.
1: It's just like Yelp. You're always going to read more negative reviews than positive reviews because people who have a good experience don't take the time to write about it.
2: A guy from Youngstown tweets, and his name is Drink Up Youngstown. Okay. So probably mature like, man. He says on Trash Tuesday, you guys spend six minutes. I was in the car, six minutes in the car driving to work, and I listened to the to a guy choke and you talking about mons. Hello, Dan Patrick show. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> now, Mons is Frances' producer, which right. we were joking like, hey, you've got to get Mike some water here. He's choking to
1: death. Exactly. Okay. Um, so what do you think about that? Maybe fair. Maybe he's saying the word Mons is a little too inside.
2: Well, I think he was just saying we spent six,
1: six minutes, minutes on it. Doing... But it was funny. Like, there's a radio host choking that everybody pretty much knows nationally.
2: I thought, yeah.
1: It was funny. I, and by the way, I'm the one who put the clip in there and declared we were going to play it on the show. So I'm going to stand behind the clip I put in, and that was a funny bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really good as well. Um, there were, who else?
1: I like how he times it out, too. Is he, Is this our boss hiding behind Youngstown Twitter accounts? <laughs> Six minutes. <laughs> wasn't five, wasn't ten.
2: Robert simply tweeted, and Robert is in Boise. Tweeted today, this show is hot garbage. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Ironically on Trash Tuesday. <laughs> wow, was it that bad? <laughs> so so uh,
2: what else did I get? Um, I'm searching hot, through my Twitter. Hot at garbage. Mentions.
1: Was solid. Trash Tuesday is a good segment. It's Halloween. We're going to have a little fun. Yeah. Also, let's face it. There was no World Series game last night, and Monday Night Football sucked. Okay? And we still talked about everything we needed to talk about. The Garoppolo trade was hot. We hammered, How many more Garoppolo trade points did you have to make today instead of doing Trash Tuesday that would have, you know, wet people's appetites?
2: We had a guy by the name of Charles who tweeted in and was really aggressive on my Francesca take as well who said... uh Laugh all you want after you replicate his NYC r- ratings. It's the classic look at the rings argument. And I just tweeted back, and I was like, "What, dude, I'll be lucky to have 10th of the career of Mike. But funny radio is funny radio. And then so then he kind of backed off. and was like, hey, man, just get a little defensive about Mike. He's my favorite. I was like,
1: I get it. But so he was a little hot. So I think maybe just there's something hot on Halloween. Yeah, maybe people are just a little cranky because maybe it's a lot of the people you've said. I bet you all three of those are the people who don't like that the kids are coming to the door today and they got to sit there and hand out candy. Right. And you talked about that later. That probably really sparked a nerve with them. You know, because there are all those people that exist and these are probably them. Just everybody relax and laugh. You know? Stay in yeah. age. Just laugh a little. That's what we're there for. Sports is the backdrop. Let's have some fun. I think we're just here, here to make people laugh, frankly. That's, if I don't make anybody laugh, I have no life skills whatsoever. None. 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 I don't know, and I've thought about this. If I ever got out of radio, what would I do? Nothing. I'd be homeless mm-hmm. because I have no ability to do anything in life <laughs> but be fat and laugh. That's it. It's my skills. couple of things
2: here. Uh, number one, when's your PA at the high school coming up?
1: Well, I did the last game this oh, weekend. Oh, okay. Did it. West ba- not a lot of highlights. West Babylon was shut out. Oh. Because so they were they shut out. they didn't win. No, no, no. Now they've made the playoffs because oh. they're 6-2. and two. However, there's some controversy. Mm-hmm. Rather than typical standings on Long Island, they elect to do quote-unquote PowerPoints, almost like the BCS. Wow. So 6-2 and you get in the playoffs. However, they have seeded West Babylon out of the eight teams that have made the playoffs sixth and therefore will play on the road this weekend where in reality they have the third best record and should be having a home playoff game.
2: It's a college football playoff committee?
1: Basically, they, they rank it in a PowerPoint. So, two of the teams that they beat are ranked three and four, and yet they have fallen ahead of West Babylon and have five and three records. Wow. Because West Babylon's two losses were both shutout losses to two of the worst teams in the division. So, rather than reward the wins they've had versus some of the powerhouses that are ahead of them, they have punished them for losses. And much like the Minnesota Vikings, they are thought around to Long Island to be the worst six and two team going. <laughs> so. So, I am losing money in my pocket this Uh, weekend, but I've been invited by the coach to come join them on the sideline, you know, for a big playoff game Saturday, 2 o'clock, versus Boomer Assisen's alumni at East Iceland. Wow. So, Boomer Assisen, where he played high school football, will be hosting West Babylon with a worse record than West Babylon has.
2: So, the West Babylon Eagles are kind of like Oklahoma.
1: Yes, exactly. Just getting oversight. And it was. I was texting back and forth the coach last night. He's cursed up a storm. This is bull. They got to change the system. It's ridiculous. Power for Section 11 football on Long Island. Hmm.
2: So it's unlikely you'll get another home game, man.
1: No, it looks like we're, we've flipped the page to basketball season. So, unless, I guess, unless the s-
2: if there's a bunch of upsets,
1: five, six, seven, and eight all advance this weekend, then six would host seven, and then a second round. And then after that, I wouldn't even get a shot at a, a division title because that gets played at Stony Brook University. Oh, man. It stinks. They gave you nothing to cheer about this weekend, though. 28 nothing to a bad team. Rough one.
2: So you couldn't do the, we can hear you.
1: No. Nobody could hear anything. <laughs> Let's make a tackle here. <laughs> the no other, touchdown calls, no nothing.
2: The Martucci and Tucci. Martucci
1: law, and Fucci law firm back to return. I didn't even get that in. They were back to return once, and I, I forgot to say <laughs> the law firm. <laughs>
2: yeah, because they never... Well, they gave up four touchdowns. Yeah,
1: but they started mixing and matching kick returners. It was a big panic mode situation. So. Got it.
2: Desperate times. Desperate for times. Con- it just
1: wasn't know. pretty. And unfortunately, I was jazzed up to do a playoff game. I was going to wear a suit. I was going to get really into it. And I don't even get that opportunity.
2: The other thing is, we haven't heard a peep from the Young Guns fall season. Not a peep.
1: Yes. There's reason for that. What
2: has happened to your previously infamous... All over the place, couldn't stop getting attention, uh, flag football team.
1: I was spoken to preseason by two of the other captains <laughs> on the team and they said, Listen, we are moving up a division, let's not make any enemies, let's try to, you know, win first, talk later. Uh-huh. We are currently five and two, and if we win this week, we clinch a playoff spot and we'll go to six and two. It's a nine game season. We're in the mix for seven and two. We are in the power rankings in the LIFFL, the fifth-ranked team on Long Island in the C Division. So we've had an awesome year. We lost two games, both in pouring rain, both on last-second plays. So, And also, Mr. Six has not shown up to one game, which I found oh. interesting. He's been in Savannah, Georgia. Nobody's really heard from him. I've tried you know, reaching out nothing back from You've him. You've
2: tried reaching out.
1: Yeah, you want to come to a guy. Because remember, I spoke in the PGP about me having his jersey. Yeah. I haven't gotten anything back. I think he's gotten very, I don't want to call it depressed, but maybe sad that he's not a part of the season, and he's going to try to push himself for the spring. So we'll see. But the Young guns are having a great year, and we're going to be poised for a playoff run here in a couple weeks.
2: Do you consider yourselves?
1: Two touchdowns this year for me.
2: Do you feel like you're the best team in C?
1: I think we're the best team within our division in C. The other county team in C is a team that has given up like 20 points all year and nobody's seen them because they play way out east. So they're like a mythological creature that could be lurking in a county championship for us. But there's a good chance young guns in back-to-back seasons are going to be in a county championship game. Which is, it's, maybe we're the Buffalo Bills, but it's unbecoming for this franchise to, to be in this spot. It's unbecoming? Yeah, like it doesn't happen often. Mm. So, And by the way, I haven't dropped a pass.
2: Unfamiliar.
1: I have not dropped a pass since that game, you guys. Hate. <laughs> I, I didn't drop a pass in a county championship game, and I haven't dropped a pass all this season. Those drops that you guys ridicule before you and Pens were the last drops of my career. How about that? And we're sitting here as we enter November in Flag Football.
2: So, are is it hard for you not to be able to chirp about the team since you guys have having such a good season?
1: Very much so. In fact, a member of the league contacted me and said, "You know, our Facebook message board has been pretty quiet without you and and Mister Six. You know, talking." He goes, you, "You know, you guys want to liven things up here?" And I said, "I can't. I, I can't let my team down. They have literally put a stranglehold on me, a muzzle." And I'm trying to be a good teammate here. Well, good.
2: I'm glad you're trying to be a good teammate. I mean, my question would be, do you guys think you have a legitimate shot? I mean, internally, do you think you have a legitimate shot of winning the Super Bowl?
1: Yes. We have Mm -hmm. unfinished business from last year, and we don't care that we've moved up a division. We're good. I was going to say,
2: moving up in the division, so in year one, you think you you guys can win a Super Bowl?
1: Yes. In fact, the team we lost to in the county championship that also moved up is one in six so far this season in six. So we we just feel like we've made all those strides, we made a couple additions, beefed up the line a little bit and we've taken off. We are a damn good football team.
2: Are you guys maybe the second best team in your division then?
1: Uh yes. Yeah, the 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 team that would be ahead of us in the division beat us on a Hail Mary with no time left and they're actually a team from our own our own town that came over from another league. So they had they took a Hail Mary in pouring rain a few weeks back to beat us or we would have been, you know, ranked ahead of them.
2: So, do you have you felt like maybe the officials have screwed you at all this season because there they were so screwed us
1: in our other loss? They
2: for did. For sure. For so sure. You should only have So, you lost one on a on a bad call, one on a Hail Mary.
1: Yeah. Well, the one we lost on bad calls were we got three calls for using an F bomb when the ref said no cursing before the game. They threw 15 yarder personal fouls, wow. which men are going to curse in the lineup. And we've never had that happen. It's, we happen to find the one guy who hates cursing. Three 15 yarders that cost us, and we made what should have been our game winning touchdown catch late in the game by Nick Messina, and uh, he caught it, cradled it, but they ruled it incomplete. They said he didn't catch it when even the other team was like, dude, he caught it. But we have no replay system because of the lack of budget in the (laughs) NFL, so we couldn't challenge it. (laughs) So, yes, officials and a Hail Mary have cost us our two losses, but we're right there, man. We, We are a good team. We got grape jelly this Sunday.
2: Hmm. So there could be a Super Bowl in your future.
1: There's a Super Bowl in our f- I think so. It's the only thing that's really kept me without losing my mind on the Giants anymore is this flag football run has been great. But, again, it's been a very quiet run as asked to by our captain.
2: Well, I'm glad that you're respecting their wishes. Um, you've often said, though, that a Super Bowl and flag football is the one hole on your resume. Once you do that, you'll feel complete.
1: Yeah, I— I could, I wouldn't, but I could retire after I win a Super Bowl. I could just hang it up and say, you know what, recreational sports, I'm good. I can let my body go. But go are you there. a captain this year? I am a captain. There are three captains on the team. There's me, the quarterback, Mike Flood, another wide receiver, Tim Gilley. We are the three captains, but those two want me to keep my mouth shut.
2: Do you feel like you've provided leadership, and that's part of the reason you guys are so good this year?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a big leader. I'm a guy now leading that pregame huddle. I'm waving everybody in. I'm directing guys on that offense. I'm directing the blocking schemes. And I, quite frankly, I think I'm a great leader. I I think people look at me and go, that's a veteran right there. I make sure to get everybody's way on special teams. I let the young kids handle it.
2: Do you feel like you're a better leader in flag football than here at the station?
1: I am probably a better leader of flag football than I am at any other point (laughs) in my life. Whether it be any relationship I've had, my marriage, my home, at work, yes. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the competitor in me. I, I see myself in sports. Definitely a better leader there, for sure.
2: Because yeah. I would love to see you around here, like rallying the troops, say, hey, we got to do it like this. Or, hey, you can do have a good show today.
1: Yeah, I probably should do that more. I used to do it on the overnights, and then Kenny and Schwartz told me to stop. I'm being lame. So I used to give everybody fist pumps and have a good show. So I, I, I got scarred here, pushed back, much like getting beaten with a flower sock on <laughs> Halloween. But all right, this is exciting. So it's good to know when's the Super Bowl going to be? It'll be featuring the young guns. The Super Bowl would be around mid December. We're looking at, we have two more regular season games left. The playoffs will probably be right around Thanksgiving weekend. And then we get, you know, two rounds of that into the Super Bowl around mid December.
2: Have you already kind of cleared the schedule to make sure you're not on the road? Because that's holiday time. Yes. You can't be out of town for the. No. Super Bowl
1: Matter of fact, I have specifically booked the next time I am leaving town will be the week between Christmas and New Year's when I know this when I know the permits run up on the fields and we can't we can't play past then. If you had to guess
2: right now, are you guessing you're playing to the Super Bowl? I
1: kind of feel like we are. Yeah, I kind of feel like we are. It's just the way we lost last year and the way everything's gone this year. It's just one of those things like, just keep doing our job and let's not stop and smell the roses yet. Keep pushing forward. We got a good team. I think we're taking care of business. This is exciting. Things are stars are aligning. And I'm having a Pro Bowl a year. Twelve right? catches, two touchdowns. I am I am destroying defensive ends on blocks. There is talk about me in the Pro Bowl. There there has definitely been that talk. <laughs> Earning my paycheck. <laughs> by paycheck, I mean the five dollars a week I pay for ref fees. <laughs>
2: You're earning the five dollars you pay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: What's on side B here? Side B, uh, we're going to continue some of this <laughs> Halloween talk with with PDB and talk about his Luigi costume. We'll talk about the candies, and uh, I have a revelation that you're not going to like that I'm going to reveal on side B involving the Halloween candy taste test. Oh boy! So um, that's all I'm going to. I'm leave not going to like it. You're not going to like it, and it speaks to what you just said about my lack of leadership around here. <laughs> So I have a secret to reveal to Pete on side P. It involves the candy. (laughs) Because
2: a secret to reveal. Well, it's a very special PGP. (laughs) 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 It reveals a secret. That's next.
0: Welcome to Play
1: It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports,
0: tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Alright, it's side B of the PGP now, after you just listened to side A of the PGP, and this is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show, joined by Pete the Body, Bellotti, associate producer of
0: the DA Show. Pete, what's up? Oh, uh, what's going on? A little bit of a game show host introduction, I feel like. Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: every once in a while, I like to keep people on their toes, and it is Halloween. We are taping this on
0: Hallowsween. And, uh, Hallowsween? What the hell is Hallowsween? Oh, uh, All
1: Hallows' Eve. Then why not just call it Halloween? Why call it Halloween?
0: Because it flows better.
1: I've heard of Hallow's Eve, but that never made sense to me. Just call it Halloween.
0: Yeah, but it flows better to say Halloween. No, no, no. If for years we grew up and it was called Halloween, I think it would flow fine. Why call it Halloween? I think Halloween's better. Mm. Halloween or Hallowe... Oh, hey, I'm I'm going out for Hallow's Eve. Yeah, I think that's cool. No.
1: No. And then you'd have Hallow's Eve, Eve, the day before on the 30th. Oh, that, that'll confuse everybody. <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, uh, and by the time you listen to this, I'm sure you might be listening to this here today, later today on Halloween, or we are in the month of November, so congrats you made it to November. We did our little candy taste test, myself, D.A., you, Andrew Bogish, and D.A. brought in three of the worst candies of all time.
0: Oh, they are the worst. Um,
1: Candy corn, though, we ended up liking, as was documented in the epic fail, but the the not the Charleston shoes. What are they? Again, the uh, Mary Janes. Mary Janes. Mary Janes were awful, old-fashioned wrapping, everything like that. I ate three of them regardless. My stomach currently hurts, and I'm talking the last one I ate was maybe 15 minutes ago. And then we had those hot worms, which I don't think were terrible, but you don't really want them. Like, I could never see myself purchasing them to have in the house to pick at.
0: The hot worms screwed up my throat. I have a bad throat today, and they screwed up my throat.
1: Oh, hold on here. As we getting a live phone call ringing. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what that is. but we're going to mute that. So uh, we'll keep that in there because this is the PGP. But, yeah, they screwed up your throat. You said you weren't feeling good. (laughs) Now you had that. Now that's a weird thing, and I think we didn't talk about this enough on the show when we were trying the candy, is the mixture of, like, spice and sweet. Some seem to like it. Like, it works in, like, uh, if you do, like, a chocolate-covered pretzel, salty and sweet, but spicy with sweet. Like, the red hots and anything, like, hot cinnamon, I don't think
0: works. No, I feel like a lot of times when you're going for the sweets, you're going for something that's different. Than the spicy, yes, you know, right. You, you're not in the mood for spicy. Right. If I'm in the
1: mood for spicy, like you, like we had talked about, they tasted like tacos, right?
0: I'm gonna have a taco. I'm not having the taco, I'm not having a taco with chocolate, right? So, o- it's is a choco taco from Taco Bell, <laughs> which are very good. <laughs> I overall was
1: very uh disappointed with the free bag of candy, as only I could be. Oh, well,
0: yeah, of course, a free bag of bad candy, as previously stated, and you're disappointed with it. Right. Well, DA
1: also had had told me and you, hey, if you guys have any weird candies you want to bring in, we're gonna taste test them on the show. Neither of you and I did our homework assignment.
0: Well, no, well, first of all, we don't we Bridget uh, purchased candy for her class. Bridget
1: being your girlfriend, my girlfriend. she okay. purchased
0: candy for her class and that was it. We didn't purchase anything. We live in a we live in a place where we really don't get any trick-or treaters. Trick-or-treaters. So you know, and I won't be home until later because I'm teaching the class tonight. Okay. So, really, we weren't purchasing any candy.
1: All right, so that's totally fair, and you and you got home late. And I had stated the case I was home late as well. Now, where I live in my apartment, I have a back entrance, so normally don't get any trick-or-treaters. My parents up the block has been documented over and over again. They get the trick-or-treaters. So I went to my parents yesterday to see, okay, what do my parents have here that, you know, maybe they have something off the wall. Basically, my dad went on a total M&M and Skittles binge, and that's what he's handing out. So, uh, what am I going to bring in M&Ms? We know what they taste like, you know? Now, I will admit something here in the PGP I didn't admit on the show when it comes to this candy assignment. I have, and I purchased this two days ago because it was on sale because of all the candy sales. In my freezer, which you'll like by this Pete for anything in the fridge. Okay, in my freezer, I have a bag of Reese's mini peanut butter cups, but the ones with the Reese's pieces within the peanut butter cup. Oh, that's so. That's a relatively new candy. I think they're making their Halloween debut because they came out earlier in two thousand seventeen. Yes. So, if we want to be fair and honest, I could have like a good member of the show brought in that bag, still cold, and had us try those. With everything, because I think it's kind of off the wall. We could have debated, do we like the Reese's Pieces and the peanut butter cups? But I am fat. I am selfish. And I did not want to take my candy that I bought out of my freezer and have everybody here eat it. It's my own secret stash. So have at it, Pete. Am I a jerk? Or can you understand where I'm coming from? Because I I know, DA doesn't know this. DA's going to hear this and go, what the heck are you talking about? I can
0: understand that. There's no rules when it it comes to protecting Reese's, I I believe. (laughs) So if you, you protect all the good candies you can, it's like when you get the bag when you do trick or treating, and you get this one big bag of candy, and your mom or your dad uh, forces you to share it, and you have to kind of conceal the ones you don't want to share. Right. And Reese's was always the one that I didn't want to share, and Kit Kat bars don't want to share them. You can have everything else. You have the Rolos. You can have all that stuff. <laughs> but, but you want to protect. I want that. You can have all. You know. You have all the sugary. More so, sugary ones like Skittles. You prefer the chocolate. I prefer the chocolate, peanut butter, that stuff. Nothing, oh. nothing to do with uh, s- uh, sour patch kids, Skittles, all that. So stuff.
1: So, kind of like when CBS has the Patriots and Steelers in the late four twenty five Eastern window, <laughs> and NBC wants it for Sunday football. go, like, well, no, 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 we're protecting that. You are. You need to protect the Kit Kats and Reese's. Protect the Kit
0: Kats and the Reese's. You are totally in the right for that.
1: Okay. All right. Well, stick with the Halloween theme. We should talk about us all wearing the costumes on on Monday's show, right? Which we were ahead of the curve. We we're one day early on all the costumes no, you brought.
0: No one else did that. No, you're
1: right. You're no one right. else did that. You're not seeing that anywhere else. I thought your rant about Luigi, how he gets no respect, he gets no respect, was great. Was hysterical. And was off the cuff. Anything you say in the show is not. It's not like you come in with these thoughts. You no. just you let it rip off the cuff. And I give you credit. You saw a little yourself in Luigi, and I think you might have had the most creative costume. Now. Speaking to that, D.A. comes in, and he's dressed like a, a mouse with a keyboard hanging around his neck. <laughs> and he turns to us, and he goes, ah, Mraz is so stupid he won't even know what I am. Pete will know what he is. You didn't know what he was.
0: <laughs> well, I I said rat, uh, rat race because he, I believe he was dressed up for another party as Rat race. Okay, rat so we, race. Yeah, there was something like so that, so that on Instagram I, I thought Nick that Wright. was the same thing. So he might have taken
1: the same rat, though, and right. Twitch. So he was and in a giant rat and mouse costume yeah. with a keyboard around his neck. And his whole thing was, I'm a keyboard mouse, which I don't even think is a thing. I think it's a computer mouse. I would have did the rat race if I was him. You would have stuck with the rat race. I get it. He was going to be creative. I don't yeah. know where he got that. I hope he didn't take the keyboard from one of these computers or hanging his, computer. his neck. Or his that would, computer. That have been stupid. He definitely was creative, as I was Bugs from Space Jam and you were Luigi. That was something original, and he, he wanted to be original in front of Katie Linendahl. But I'm guessing of Mice and Men, you're guessing of Rat Race. And I guess the point is, if you have to tell somebody what you are, is it actually a good costume? Well,
0: if you have... Because I thought it was good after, but I had to be told what it was. If, if you can question it once, it's okay, I think. Okay. But if you're, like, you're sitting there for an hour trying to figure out what the hell he's wearing... And you've missed the boat. You've missed the boat. You missed the boat you, you can not you can't be too overly creative with Halloween. Halloween is a very simple holiday. You get, well, not a holiday, simple event, I call it. You, you get a bag, you get candy, you dress up as somebody that's not you, and that's it. And that's it. It's so the one day you can't be yourself. Right.
1: Or you, you don't have to be yourself.
0: What was, your cost, what was your costume since you've been born? What was the costume that redefined you in terms of Halloween?
1: Ghostbuster.
0: You were a Ghostbuster.
1: Uh, my mom couldn't take the Ghostbuster costume off me. I would start to wear it, like, in December again. Mm-hmm. Like, I always wanted to be... I thought I was Egon. <laughs> I really did. When I was a kid, I I thought I was Egon. And I just wanted to be a Ghostbuster. And I was a Ghostbuster. I want to say, ages 6, 7, and 8, three straight years, I was a Ghostbuster. Mm. I, P- couldn't, I couldn't stop. And I had every Ghostbuster toy. I had the, the ghost trap. I had the pack, that backpack, everything. There. That's what I wanted to be, Pete. You
0: see, I, I was... <laughs> There was years like later on in my my uh, middle school years where I just just didn't try. One year I put I put <laughs> um, I put uh, the black hair stuff in your hair and, right. I, and I I said I was Vince McMahon. I just walked around in a wrestling shirt and it really uh, was no no effort. effort. But the one that was an effort was when I was in elementary school. I was the mask. Okay, I was the mask. You had I, the full. I, ha- and I had that gold hat. I had the the gold shirt. I had uh, the green on the face. That was, I won a, I won a contest bowling, with that.
1: What do you mean bowling? You went I to a bowling, bowling. I Halloween was in a bowling party? league as a kid. As a kid, I was you're a, a child bowler at a Halloween yeah, party of bowling bowling school.
0: League? Those child leagues, okay. and, and I won. I was like second prize. I won. So you not, didn't I didn't win you a second prize. I don't know. I won, but I won something. I said, they called me up and they said the mask, and that was me. <laughs>
1: A young peopleati in the children's bowling league dresses up as the mask and wins second prize. I
0: do, yeah, I love it.
1: Well, well that's that is a sight to behold, Pete. Um, okay, I don't know how we could top that. No, right we can't. There. So I think we'll, we'll bow out here. Count down
0: to Thanksgiving. That's how it
1: count. And that's right. So the moment you're in November now, Christmas music is allowed to be played beginning November first. I
0: see, I don't like that. We can talk about that next week, but I don't like that. I love it. I love when Christmas. I love the day after Christmas. That's when it should start. The day after uh, Thanksgiving, that's when the And then started. you only get one
1: month. I want two months of good Mariah Carey. Yeah, then
0: by the time you get to December 15th, you're already sick of I'm not. deck the halls with bowels of holly.
1: I'm not. I'm not. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can't get enough. Well, I like know.
0: Christmas music, but I don't want to be overplayed with Christmas
1: music. Well, I'm sure that'll be a Trash Tuesday coming for you. It definitely will be. Roy Rogers playing Christmas music. Everything Pete dreamed of. Okay, that's it. You can follow Pete on Twitter. At CBS PDB, and you can follow me at Miraz CBS. Have a great week of first weekend in November, everyone. <laughs>
2: Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law,
1: it is essential that we conclusively sports.
0: clock at four, Doncic.